Click Stuff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at LuckyDiceCafe.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everyone know that uh, Clickstaff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com and that Trollandtoad.com's Black Friday sale starts Friday, November 29th at midnight Eastern and we'll have tons of great deals on HeroClix items. So check them out all Black Friday weekend for great deal, great deals on HeroClix. And you can use coupon code Clickstaff at trollandtoad.com for 5% off your HeroClix order. Merchant items do not apply. And also, if you like what we do here at Clickstaff, feel free to check us out at patreon.com forward slash Clickstaff. A dollar and above gets you entered into our monthly giveaways. Five dollars and above gets you entered into our exclusive Discord channel and HeroClix training classes. Also, we have a giveaway for a $100 web credit going on on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash clickstaff. Uh, everything from a simple comment to being a patron subscriber to a new YouTube subscriber. Three ways to enter a $100 web credit with trollandtoad.com. So, so all the different ways to uh, interact with clickstaff and uh, check out our brand. And without further ado, I've got... Tyler, the Whaleman Spees, joining us today. Hey. Doesn't think of anything else other than the <laughs> Whaleman today. It's, it's just a classic. A, I like just it. a classic, yeah. It's just a classic one. It's been kind of quiet the past couple of weeks, so there hasn't been a lot to... Uh, there's not been a new nickname for you. <laughs> Which is fine. That's, that's a classic. I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. Yeah. So... Um, so today, Jason is not joining us, so we are uh, going to save our retail ranking until Jason can join us. Um, you know, Jason wants to be able to participate in that one. So um, for the rest of the year, we will have ranking retails. Um, we'll be doing our year-end wrap-up, uh, year-end award episode. I'm excited about uh, that. Yeah, it'd be the first one you get to participate in. Uh, no, I, won't. I was actually on the last one. <laughs> oh, were you last yeah, year? Yeah, I was like a guest, yeah. Oh, as a guest, but now you're there. Now you're here as a host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we got, we, you were on when you were talking about you winning Worlds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a good time. That was a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. No longer. I'm washed up now. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is uh, I was washed up. No, <laughs> I'll explain. Sometimes I speak before I get my thoughts all the way out. Sure. Is that um, I, uh, you know, I won two Rock World Championships. You won WizKids World Championships. 
our world championship. And then, oh, no, we only made top eight the next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's we're done. We're, we're washed up, man. We just got to accept it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not like there's what? I don't know, 15 world champions in Hero Clicks? Maybe. Something like that. You know, 15 to 20. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, that's a lifetime achievement within the game. Uh, probably. Uh, I, I would agree with that. I mean, you can do it more than once, obviously. But, like, doing it once, like, puts you into, like, the pantheon of all Heroclix players. Yeah. So, I, I don't think you're ever would be considered washed up. I mean, there have been plenty of um, world champions that have just retired. Yeah, that's true. You I mean, know. Pat kind of retired. I mean, Pat, Pat retired. Uh, and then uh, Daniel Dan Joins retired. Man, was I he don't the one? Any of the older ones. Yeah, he did. He he won. He was the one that won twice, I think. Wasn't there uh, somebody named like Adam or Alex or? Yeah, Alex Avalia. Yeah, uh, like he came around a couple of years ago, but he retired. Um, but I mean, you got folks that like um, like George, you know. Yep, 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 he yep. was he was the first one of modern era, and uh, you know still keeps still is playing, so still doing good. Yeah, yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah. So nobody would uh, ever say that he was washed up. So I, I think you're I think you're a little too hard on yourself, Tyler. Maybe a little self deprecation. Yeah, a little self deprecating. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, you know, I think it's just it's gotten. With all the information sharing, it's been a good thing mm-hmm. I, um, because it's brought up the competition level so much. Um, yeah. There, there's not I mean, a lot of, well, I didn't know that piece did that. Sure. I can't really speak to that because I'm sort of new to the scene. <laughs> but Right. Well, I mean, I mean, you're, I mean, you're only like a year behind me in general, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, but that year was a lot, right? Because it was the, like the batteries. I didn't really play with the batteries. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, the amount of information sharing also increased greatly in that amount of time. Because um, I mean, that's when I first started, and just people would not would not help you at a competitive level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. They would, yeah, you would so, ask you'd ask questions and folks would be like, "Oh yeah, well that works, but I, you know I'm not going to tell you the little secret piece that I'm going to be playing." You yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if I think if we had that level of resources again, we might get a little bit of that, but because the resources made so many things much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think, you know, I think if we did have that level come back, um, you know, we would talk about it and make videos and make content and, you know, have all kinds of cool discussions on them. So um, I'd love to see the power batteries come back. Yeah, we we know you would, Dan. Well, I mean, it's not even like they're that overpowered. Maybe not now. Somebody, I I think I was talking with Adam maybe about this or maybe PJ um, about orange battery might not be like that big of a deal anymore um just because um there's no like improved anything you know 
Right. So it's like, um, you know, you can't turn off you can't turn off all of the improved abilities, right? Abilities I don't even think are a thing anymore. Right. Uh, abilities aren't a thing, right? <laughs> but and it depends on how they worded it, right? I mean, yeah, they sure. they could say it turns off the new version of improved abilities. Yeah. So I mean, those things are. Um, let's see. I'm gonna make sure I say it correctly. Um, I didn't even say in the pack what they're called. Um, but whatever, right? I mean, just the improved, you know, the improved abilities or whatever, right? Mm. Um, you know, they could take that stuff away. Um, but it's not even so much that it's. You know, it was things where the entities were with them, and you know, a lot, a lot of that stuff is like the entities and the batteries aren't even that point efficient anymore. Um, I don't want to agree with you, but I'm having trouble not. Um, well, it's like ID cards are super powerful, right? Yeah. And having theme currently. So adding in a couple of floras or a couple of carnages or a couple more giant girls, um, you know, Could helps to make helps to make some of those other help to helps to make some of those teams that much more overpowering. Sure. Um. So that, I mean, that's the perspective I'm thinking of of where like a 25 point um, entity is kind of replaced by like a you know a four point or a five point mandarin ring or a venom symbiote or something um, <laughs> and it gives you just enough functionality yeah it's possible um yeah i'm just gonna leave that to other people because i don't want to i don't want to dive into um <laughs> that realm of uh, Golden Age. It just seems like a big headache to me. Oh, it is. It's a, it's a giant headache. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it, I don't think it's really been done correctly at this point. So, um, you know, it, it it's going to take, you know, it's going to for like Golden Age to become a thing. Um, it's going to take <laughs> Wiz Kids to go in and basically print new cards or say you know um here's the slosh set and here's a 20 30 50 dollar card pack that you can buy from us to replace all of the cards from slosh with updated yeah. wording which is never i mean that's yeah never gonna happen so they have to i don't know figure something else out right yeah or, you know, I mean, WizKids would have to make a massive effort for it to be done, I think, to the standard of calling it, uh, you know, uh, a world's level event or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, WizKids did Golden Age Worlds that... Um, really? Yeah, they did. Um, it was the one that uh, Williams, Jake Williams won. So, but that was before the rules update. Um, and that's what got the cop cars, um, errated. Okay. <laughs> that's... You, you think your shredders were bad. Yeah, I've heard. I just actually had those explained to me. <laughs> yeah. Week. At Rock Up. Yeah. At Rock Up, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I was going to tell you what he, <laughs> he was a 2013, um, 
Golden Age World Champion. And as far as I know, it was the only one that um, that had ever been done. Um, hmm. I can't find out what team he played, but he played a bunch of several Golden Age co- uh, police guys. Yeah. That, that uh, filled out his theme on that team. And then the modern age was the the cop cars. Yeah, I mean, that's probably good. <laughs> that's why yeah. Shredders are played in Golden right now, too. Right. Yeah, the... Um, but that year was won by the... Um, hold on, I'm going to look and see. Player designed. Realms has a good... Uh, a little uh, good thread on that. Uh, the 2013 was Daniel joins the first time, so that would have been. Um, I'm sorry, Daniel joined the second time, um, so that would have been um, Ghost Rider Bat Belt meta. Oh, I I remember that. I well, I I had the Bat Belt. That was like right when I got in. That was the first retailer I ever bought, and it was dumb. Yeah. Play that thing with Absorbing Man. That was a fun. That was a fun day. Yeah, it was dumb even after the fact. Did that Absorbing Man ever get played in meta? Because I love that thing. It seemed broken. Um, it did. Um, but there was there's always been the ability in, um, there's always been the ability in competitive play to just make a bunch of attacks. Yeah, that probably makes sense. So, I just. That was the first, like, I beat my local judge playing Observing Man with the Bat Bell in a King of the Hill, and it was awesome. I, I felt real cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're talking, and you're talking about the LE Absorbing Man. Just yeah. For folks that need to go back and look from the uh, Invincible Iron Man set. Another cool piece. Yeah, and basically he could just, he could never be damaged unless you rolled the same number as him. Uh, yeah. The same number, like if you dealt him six damage. That's what it was, yeah. I rolled <coughs> dice, and if I rolled a six, I took the damage, but anything else I didn't. No, no, if you rolled a six, you took the damage. Yeah, that's what I If said. you rolled a one through five, you didn't. Yeah, so you had a, I don't even know what that is, yeah, 17% really, chance yeah. to get hit? Yeah, 17 to 18% chance, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty, um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So. I like that. I've liked. I always liked Victor Creed too. It's like as, as a character, mm-hmm. <laughs> or Victor Creel. 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 Yeah, Creel. Something like that. Yeah. Victor Creed is Sabretooth. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's just a different world uh, now. Um, Which is, I mean, good. I, I, everybody complains about power creep. I don't mind it. It's you have to do it. With every game ever that wants to keep selling stuff. Yes. <laughs> yep, 100% agree. Yeah, it's got to keep absor- uh, changing, and, you know, that's, that's why I like the WWE figs that have come out. Um, yeah, I do too. I, I didn't think I would, but they're they're pretty fun. you got to, like, continue to absorb and change your market and expand your market, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, that's probably a good segue. So we had um, a couple of questions of, you know, let's we talked about, uh, you know, we want to talk about states wrap up and then uh, modern going forward. Um, but I think we can probably just talk about modern a little bit. Um, 
and modern going forward, let's talk about is WWE playable in modern? Um, I mean, is it playable or will it be played? <laughs> Two different questions. Uh, is it is it is it playable? Um, man, I don't know. Probably there's probably something. It's too early for me to say no, but it's I probably as an ID maybe on a mystical team. It'd be like Undertaker as an ID battery maybe, but Undertaker just dies to like Wendigos. Obviously, Kobe is really good against all of them. Right now, I think I think like for sure like Undertaker can re- can replace Black Adam on the mystical team. Yes, just straight up, and that's and that's an okay team. So I I would say it's playable, I guess. Right. I'm just I mean, if it's playable means different things to different people. Right. So here's here's my thought, and I've thought about this one quite a bit, and it all comes down to what event you're going to and what is the level of player that's going to be there and what they're playing. So if you think that you are going to an event and there's not going to be any good Kobic players going, then WWE is playable. Definitely better. Does Kobic yeah. just like absolutely, she probably does, right? Absolutely kill him. Well, yeah, I mean, she just takes the <coughs> WWE team ability away, and then they just get shot. Right. And then, and then the- someone was saying, well, if they give them the, you know, and here's the problem, is that if, if you're looking at it at face value, Kobit giving them Underworld, Power Cosmic, or um, something else, mm-hmm. or, or one of the, sorry, Underworld or Power Cosmic is probably a good thing. But most of the time in those situations, they're going to be giving them the X-Men team ability from an X-Men call-in. Probably. So that's absolutely useless to them. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, even if they give them the other two, it's not like they, it's still really good for Kobe because you can shoot them, you know? Right. Gonna, I mean, like Underworld's good because they can carry each other then. Yeah. It's, like, uh, and then Power Cosmic's not terrible, but... Stealing the WWE team ability uh, is pretty huge. Um, So it just depends. Like, you know, so we're thinking, we're talking about going to uh, Chicago potentially in a couple weeks. Um, And like for anyone going to that or, you know, the Lexington regional it's like, is there going to be a a good team? Is there going to be a good player playing Kobic at those events? I'm going to assume probably yes. But realistically, if there's going to be, if there's not going to be a good player playing Kobic, uh, Kobic Trader at an event, then you can probably just play an OMA and be fine. Because I think OMA is better than WWE. Better. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, what do you mean, like a full WWE team? Or no, like, no, like, like uh, I don't know, just like the, the Undertaker on the Mystical team. Mm-hmm. You think OMA is just better than that if there's, well, if there's no Kobic? Yeah. Mm. Like, I mean, I think it's like, 
it's like your team is like your teams are like uni because well, you gotta remember we had a we had an errata or um a watch list come and go with no real change to any of those teams right um except jakeem got worse <laughs> i'm just kidding because that's, that's what happened with yeah. previous watch list yeah um but um so i mean kobik trader's still good you know uh kobik by herself or with the other cosmic good stuff um you know isaac's world's team the gardener trader stuff um unseen that's all still good that can all beat oma um uni lockjaw um your whales team the the tri-sentinel swarm team um of ltvh's I mean, those things are all still good and have really good OMA matchups. Um, and realistically, they probably have good single-figure WWE matchups. Um, and then on top of that, right, like Gardner's still a thing, right? So Gardner doesn't care about the WWE team ability. That's true, yeah. How does I mean, Gardner do against... Well, normally it's Gardner with Kovic, right? Is that the normal team? No, Co- Gardner, Trader. Yeah, Gardner, but then Kovic, right? No, I mean, like, Isaac's team was Q-Prime, Trey Lane, um, Tra- uh, Trader, Gardner, Trey Lane, Astronomer, uh, Q-Prime, okay. with a Groot. Yeah, and that's, yeah. I mean, so, and uh, I don't think he played the Nightbringer ring. He may have played the Nightbringer ring. I don't remember. Um, I just but, don't, yeah. I don't understand why people don't, some people don't play it. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I don't think Dustin played it, did he? Played what? The Nightbringer ring. Yeah, Dustin did. So all Dustin. three of the yeah, so the three clicksmen that made top sixteen all played the same team oh. with uh, yeah. with Mangog and Gardner, Trader, Unseen, uh, Nightbringer. Okay. So Yeah, I mean the the the, the Gardner Nightbringer trick is, you know, Pretty much is takes out WWE figures to some extent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you can make the attack. Well, does this, it says close attacks, right? Not adjacent. No, WWE is only protected from range attacks. Okay, yeah. So it, so Kobe still, or I mean, Trader can still. What's Gardner? <laughs> Gardner. Gardner, yeah, Gardner can still hit him. Yeah. The, the flower guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but I so. I would say they're playable. They're probably not top tier. Yeah, I mean, they're right there, depending on, like, and there's always that caveat, like, oh, WWE goes and wins an event. And it's like... Yeah, that doesn't necessarily prove anything. Right. It just all depends on what were the other teams there, what were your other players there, mm-hmm. you know. Like, it, like if uh, Dustin goes and wins with WWE in Texas... Mm-hmm. Well, then I would say, yeah, that makes sense because he's probably the best Gardner player in Texas, except for his buddy that got second yeah. at Worlds and beating. Um, or if like PJ plays a WWE team and wants to win a map, maybe. <laughs> it's not, yeah. Yeah. You know. Exactly right. Um, you know, good players can make worse teams better, mm-hmm. and then certainly good players playing good teams is a almost unbeatable combination almost almost clearly um, so i mean that's like kind of what the 
the calculus comes down to for me when I start adding all those factors together. Mm-hmm. Um, is that so that, you know, WWE is not completely unplayable, but if you're going to like a big event and like Kobic Trader should be there and a good Kobic Trader player should be there, then you probably shouldn't play your WWE figures. Yeah, that's fair. Because uh, most of them can take, can't take, they can usually take seven damage to the face, but still you're going to knock them down pretty far with the Cyclops. Yeah, they also don't have like the, the best dials deep, like late. Right. Um, I mean, their ID batteries still, but <clears throat> you also knock them off their first clicks and they're not as good because they lose like the, the protected stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can look at their dials now to know to not hit them off of to not hit them back onto their blue clicks for the next turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and that's been my general complaint about WWE throughout states and now is that they're not that good defensively. Yeah, I without the especially. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, yeah, I mean stats and powers. Yeah, I mean, because you can put, I'm sure you can equip them with a symbiote, right? But, you know, like, I'll just make a simple comparison. And I get that they're not, it's it's kind of a, a Jonathan Apple to a Red Delicious Apple comparison. So you just take Undertaker that has 18 invulm at, at 100 points. Okay? And then, so you take... Well, I mean, I'll make a better comparison. You just take um, Kobik at 115 points. Mm-hmm. And let's just say that Kobik takes the orange cube, which is totally a thing, right? You can totally yep. play a more defensive matchup. Mm-hmm. So you would have to play a symbiote on the Undertaker. And then so he's got shape change and 18 and invuln for 104 points. Just spitballing here. Right. So Kobik for 115 points can have shape change, super senses, and a 21 defense. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's just and that and that in this scenario, I'm assuming they don't give you the defense power. Yeah, because if they do, then it's just shape change, super senses, impervious, 21. Yeah. Defense. Or yeah, or invulnerability, 20 defense, right? Or I'm sorry, invincible. Um, yeah. But then they get another defensive power, like they can pick stealth, right? So they get stealth, 21, shape change, super senses. Yeah. Um, uh, the main thing they have going for them is long dials, but I don't, unless... It's not, it's not really that particularly long whenever we have, you know, two Wolverines that can do flurry. Right, yeah, that. Yeah. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's not, um, it's not enough to deter anything. Because there's unless there's like a team that doesn't get a lot of attacks for whatever reason, I'm you know, like I don't even know what team. One man armies don't care, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I mean, one man I mean, like OMA Uni just goes to a 21 defense and like mind controls the first one that he can get adjacent to. Right. Hmm. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, and they're not they're good attackers, but you still you you can't attack. You still can't attack with your main force figures. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do because whales. Yeah. Um, because you have other threats, right? Right. You're Which backing nice. up. You're you're backing up your ability to. You're backing up your ability to attack and to retail 
with five other retails um, yeah. or whatever. It's nice. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about for most other teams, right? Like, you just can't go out right and attack with your main force figures. Right. Because there's going to be a group or a Mangog or a, something that's going to come wreck your... I mean, like, Mangog wrecks WWE figures. Yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, that's true. I mean, seven damage to the face into to the face of toughness is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I agree so, with that. I guess. I mean, I mean, that's kind of my uh, problem with the WWE figures is they're just too weak defensively. Like the range protection is just not enough. Yeah, it's I yeah, probably, which is sad. I mean, like, and even after retirement next year, right, we're still going to have Wanted Poster Wolverine and Fast Forces Wolverine to go. Yeah, the, I mean, basically, and I said this before the set, the only, the only possibility is just them as a as a call-in battery, but yeah. they're just better call-in batteries, right? Yes. Which, like, I don't know, maybe Eddie makes it as, like, a 55-point character, because he's, well, he's 55 points on his lower dial. Fifth, uh, 50. 50. So yeah. that could that could be good as like a flex spot because he is you no know, he does take three attacks to kill. You know he's got support powers. He has damage output. That that would probably be the closest one to me. But it would be on a weird team that I can't really picture. Well, I mean he doesn't take three attacks to kill necessarily. He does. And uh, well, hold on and I'll explain. In that we so I experienced this in state. So we we I watched several people play Eddie. And his healing is after resolutions. So, like, Eddie uh, dies to another Eddie. Yeah, just a flurry. Yeah, sure. so flurry or knockback. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, um, you know, just any any of the after resolutions effects. Which are like a, to do. Like, yeah, like Wendigo eats Eddie. Mm-hmm. Like a single 15-point Wendigo can eat Eddie alive. Um, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> so. I'll uh, I'll share I share I'll share a casual story. Mm-hmm. Um, so last weekend I went to um, Jeremiah Peterson. He wasn't there this week, but I went to their venue uh, game night up in uh, Huntingburg, um, and they had their big uh, zombie game. So it was like I don't know, like two thousand points of yeah. I saw the post. Yeah, so. Um, I had played Hulk Korath and, you know, won the game by, won the day by three clicks of damage because Hulk finally crit missed. Um, but, uh, one of the guys was playing a Wendigo. And I was like, sweet, you're going to make four attacks this turn. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. And I explained how he did four attacks. Yeah. And he was like, I don't believe you. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty hard. <laughs> And so he had ended up wounding um, some of the figures. And I'm like, well, if you can't get there with your charge flurry, then just run up there, walk up there, make your wounded token attack, then sidestep, make your other attack. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what the heck? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, there's a reason I have 18 of these things right now. Yeah, it's no. pretty ridiculous for 15 no, minutes. No, I don't think that 18 is needed, probably. I want, I want, probably not. Um, it feels like probably 3 to 5 is the, the, the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so, um, I don't know, I digress a little bit there, but, uh, the, uh, the, the Wendigo stuff is, is just crazy. And then they're all close combat, right? So like, right. Wendigo is a big problem. Wendigo is a big problem for those guys, right? Yeah. Cause not only like John Cena has combat reflexes, top dial. Maybe one of, does Rhonda have it maybe? Oh gosh, we got to talk about the least the ones that are good. Okay, you're right. Rhonda has senses. Oh, okay. Um, <coughs> I mean, I get yeah, that's only one rollout though on an 18. But yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, it's a thing, but it's not a thing. I don't know. So that's where I feel about WWE going yep. into. Um, Basically, good, not great. They probably won't be on any of the the one A teams, you know. Yeah, and they probably won't. They probably won't. They can probably make top four. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if if someone wins with them. But it, it tells that you know, there's a lot of events now. It doesn't necessarily mean they're like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see him winning a, a WKO or win a map or even a small qualifier. But I would be hard pressed to say like twenty twenty Nats WWE yeah. wrecking stuff. Yeah, probably the best ones are just they're tier two pieces, which make it to team sometimes. Now I want to go ahead and add in a caveat. Mm-hmm. They are fun as shit. They they are. I agree with that. They are they are the absolute. I I only got to play in one states, and I lost in a mirror match in top four with Onslaught, Undertaker, Budman. Proteus, Dr. Frank. Um, but I'd got to crit hit Tombstone Pile Driver, another Undertaker, straight to hell. <laughs> and it was absolutely fun. Now, as far as like folks saying, well, hey, do you have fun with Hero Clicks? Yes, I absolutely had fun playing Popper States and Tombstoning the fuck out of somebody. Yeah, and like that's, um, like I'm not a huge wrestling fan, obviously, but yeah, just whenever I get to play with them, it's just it is really fun. It's it's it it meshes well. It's like hijinks ensue, and it's just it is a good time. So I, I'm a full fan of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just some of the sentences you get to say. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> put Surter into a submission hold. You can't read that next turn. Sorry. Uh, you can. Oh yeah, you can. I forgot. Yeah. Whoa. Um. You, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you can. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. You can activate anything. Yep. So, um, you know that's important because I, this was brought up again on one of the uh, Facebook groups tonight. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and do our PSA for today. Let me make a little do 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 click stuff PSA. Uh, <laughs> you're you're allowed to activate any action. Yeah, at any want. time, any you yeah you you can activate any power at any time as long as like you have the action tokens if it's a power or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You can't just activate something illegally, but if you have a, if you can activate a free action, you can activate it. Um, so like in the case of WWE, you can activate submission hold and immobile somebody and immobile yourself but you just don't get to deal the damage mm-hmm. 
and everyone's caught up on, well, it says if you haven't been moved or placed. I know, but that's af- that's a check after you've activated the free action. Then the second half of the submission hold sentence is you the both target both characters gain immobile. Uh, I've actually been told differently on that one. No. Um, wow. I, because you can activate it, but the 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 immobilizing another target. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you just immobilize yourself. Sorry. Yeah, you immobilize yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which bad. is still useful. Free action to immobilize yourself is good. Right. Well, especially in like a mind control heavy. Yep. Mind uh, control. No knockbacks. No um, other things. It's 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 just a good. It's good. Right. So. Um, you're right. You don't get to immobilize the target. Um, so again, I would say as a reminder, you can also walk up Surter deal uh activate retail with no target and then deal the pin damage uh-huh. same thing with tri sentinel um and a few others that we covered on the last episode so um keep uh keep that in mind um yeah because i'm gonna be doing it so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's okay i want to ask guard storm your entire team first yeah, probably. I um, I miss a time though. You know, there used to be a time when energy explosion and pulse wave worked together. Yes, right, because it would just be like if you put a pulse wave range of five, but someone was six away, but there was someone next to them, right? Is that the only way you could do it? Yeah. <laughs> good times. Yeah, that was a good time. So, um. <laughs> um yeah so i mean so you got to play in one states yep and i did not do well um i think i went two two and two because it was a four and i missed cut um no i went one and three i i did not play that well i don't um but i liked my team it was basically popper seemed like Everybody just pulled a really good sealed team. That's, that's what it felt like to me. Because my yeah. team could be pulled and sealed um, outside the boxing ring or WWE ring, which I didn't really use that much. Um, What'd you play? I uh, played um, uh, 200 point Juggernaut, um, 50 point uh, Danger Room Magneto, um, and then Amelia Vaught for 45, okay. and then the ring. Okay, yeah, we had played that uh, team on uh, our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It's really, it was fun. I mean, I didn't really play it that well, but it, it was strong. It was a uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I mean, I I thought about the team I played, and I had lost in the mirror match in Switch in Swiss and in top four on mine. Um, yeah, to me, it was like the the calculus. What there wasn't a lot of calculus going on. It was. I know your reach, you know my reach, you know, you have a retail, I don't have a retail. Um, yeah, it was, it, it, I feel like it came more down to dice um, yes. than clicks, because, just because of what you said, like, I, you're going to hit me first, that's going to happen, if you hit, right, then we'll go from there, if you miss, then I get a chance, if I'm, you know, it felt like that a lot of that going on. Yes. Which isn't necessarily bad. Yeah, <laughs> and I would say, 
I would say this. Retail is extremely overpowered in Popper. Is it? I actually never played uh, anybody with a retail. I think that was probably the wrong idea on their end. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I mean, I saw plenty of teams that won without it. But, like, I think if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have done Onslaught, the two Danger Room guys, uh, a Perplex or two, and, like, all of the retails that were legal for the format. Which was what? Both Giant Girls? Um, and Proteus. I mean, I probably only have enough room for both Giant Girls and Proteus. Oh, okay. Let's see how the uh, Phoenix is illegal. Phoenix and then Jakar. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't see any Jakars. I'm disappointed. I am disappointed that I didn't see any Jakars. It's because there's no no other good cosmic pieces. And everyone's playing theme team. Yeah. Um, I think that was the only one. Uh... Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, terrains, though, like Doom Buggies and stuff. That mm-hmm. was big. I hate Doom Buggy. Yeah, it's annoying. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was fun. It, I, I actually, it was. I liked it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. And it got a lot of turnout. The turnout was really good compared to the last year's states. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, if we're, I would, I don't know why we wouldn't do it again. It's, it's going to happen again next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, it's fun once a year. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it would, and yeah. that's about it. And certainly congrats to all of the winners for their efforts and strategery um, <laughs> on the routes to winning their events. So a lot of our friends of the show won their states, and we're super happy and proud of all of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sam Powell writes in, do you think the popper format should ban the use of 2 by 2 base figures? Um, I may be biased. <laughs> I like two by twos. Yeah, I like two by twos. I don't. I don't think that they need a. Mm, I'm not sure. They're. I mean, onslaught's obviously really strong, right? Juggernaut's good. I mean, I think this is probably where like I mean, giant girls are good. Here's all right. Here's where I go. I might. I might be poo pooing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Popper should un go back away from Highlander. I think it should just go back to normal. Ooh, that's dangerous. Well, the problem is is that I think they made too knee-jerk of a reaction when it came to Medusa mm-hmm. and didn't let the um, didn't let the uh, meta adjust mm-hmm. on over enough events. Like literally Medusa came out for a month and then they said, "Okay, we're going to ban it." Mhm. And I would use a month loosely. It could have been more like eight, seven, eight weeks or something yeah, like something. that. Yeah. It was not very long, and everyone was like, oh, well, nope, we're going to ban Medusa. And it's like you didn't even let the next set come out. That's um, true. Do you think it wouldn't be the strongest set? The strongest? You don't, you wouldn't, you don't think it'd be a problem? No. Because, so I think there's things like, um, like in the example of what you played, like I think Juggernaut just comes up and like quakes the entire group of Medusas, like quite easily. Yeah. Because uh, the reach, so in in Popper, the reach was always a problem with 
Medusa. So you had yes. to you had you had to map flex and move up a little bit before you could reach the entire map. So there's other teams that can reach back during that first little move up. <laughs> does um does Medusa does does Juggernaut outrange Medusa? Well, so whenever Medusa moves up a little bit, I think that the Juggernaut can get there. Well, like it, it just depends on who has more range, right? Yeah, but then again, like so. On the other hand, like um, the uh, unthemed Alpha Strike team, uh-huh. like I don't think that anything. Well, Fast Forces was allowed, so that allowed the Hulk, uh-huh. um, the new sidestep and Orville gal. Uh-huh. Like uh, what? The, like uh, Dustin didn't play that part of it, but like um, you know, he played Stick, Duke Thomas, Medusa. Um, Foot Elite, um, and I think that was it. Um, and huh? That's a pretty cool team. I didn't actually hear about this team. Yeah. So like, it was like dealing out like thirteens for fives, fourteens for fives, mm-hmm. and you know that team had the reach to go reach Medusa back. Um. So, you know, I don't know. I just don't think the the meta, they allowed to have the meta the time to adjust correctly. Um, you know. That's I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it would be better that way. I mean, I'd like, to play, I'd like to play multiple Proteuses, you know. I, I don't like the idea of a bunch of giant girls. But they're getting ready to retire by next states. That's true. I mean, so it's maybe really only a problem if they only do it for the second half of states next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they might revisit it. Revisit it. Yeah. So, I think, um, and I think we talked a little bit about this earlier. McConnell McConnell Lamar wanted to ask: Would allowing rares and golden agent to Highlander Popper be good or bad for the format? Uh, allowing Golden Age would be bad unless Wiz Kids went back and rewrote all the cards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I don't want, I just don't want to deal with Golden Age. It's too, too much. Especially, there's some crazy stuff back there. No. Yeah, I mean, and and allowing rares. I mean, come on, it's like, it's like it's either it's popper or it's not. And I've heard like, the idea of allowing one rare, but. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like that either. Yeah, I mean, to me, here's the thing: is Popper is accessible, not balanced. Well, three hundred. Try to balance it, right? Well, no. Here's the thing: three hundred modern is quote unquote not accessible for everyone, and it's not balanced either. I mean, it's maybe not perfectly, but you try, right? Well, yeah, because you allow the meta time to soak before you go change the entire format. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, you know, uh, Jason, if Jason was on here, I would say Jason would say, you just don't like Popper. Well, well I don't. <laughs> I, it might be fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Tyler and I particularly care for it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, we like things that are super rares and chases on our teams. I do. It's. I mean, I just I have fun playing a bunch of Wendigos. 
Yeah. I, and people, like, whenever... Unlike my favorite characters, other people are like, man, I hope this guy's a comet so I can get him. No, I hope my favorite character is a chase. I want him to be as cool as shit. Like, he, I want him to be way up there. I want him to be super meta. I want to be able to play him, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. I see, like, a Captain Marvel, or Sh- I'm sorry, Shazam as a, as a chase or, or, you know, super juggernaut or something. It's just, it, good. Yeah. Spider-Man. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, same thing with, like, you know, Iron Man, right? Like, the Iron Man yeah. with the gauntlet. Iron Man with the gauntlet is way cooler than the 90-point hypersonic <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. From ABPI. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's see. What other popper questions did we get? Um Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. Lots of other things. Yeah. Um, Basically, on Popper, like it was obviously a very big success. There was a lot more, um, a lot more attendance in the previous uh, round. Um, it seemed like everybody had fun. There wasn't any real uh, downsides to it. You know, there's no like, I haven't yeah. seen any complaining on the internet about it, which seems positive. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the complaints is, is oh, everybody played Avengers and Onslaught. Oh, yeah, I yeah. did. I heard that, but <laughs> yeah. I don't even think that's true. There, there was, like, probably five or six teams. It's yeah, I think... The first wave. I think there was... I think I think your highest percentage was WWE, Onslaught-based teams, and then a smaller percentage was WWE-themed. Yeah, and there was some Avengers, too. That's what I'm saying. Avengers, Monsters... Um. WWE. Yes, and then like obviously there was a few unthemed teams too. Yeah, well, sorry, let me correct that. Avengers onslaught based. Mm-hmm. WWE. What about Dustin's team? He didn't win. Oh, he didn't win. Who beat him? Uh, uh, dub Tommy. Oh. Oh, and you're going okay, and okay. And then he didn't make top four in Tennessee when he played. Tommy or who? Uh, Dustin. Dustin. Yeah, Dustin went two and two the next week because oh. uh, he was up here for work. For those wondering why Dustin was not in Texas, oh, um, he was up here for work and he played in Kentucky and lost in the finals to Tommy. Um, and then in Tennessee, I beat him round two or three, and then he lost another round to the same team, uh, Onslaught, Proteus. Undertaker, etc. They just didn't have like the the offense to get through it. No, the problem is is that I don't know what the other guy did, mm-hmm. um, but I took Dustin's unthemed Alpha Strike team to the Galador Promenade, so he couldn't place his WWE ring. Yeah. Um, and I killed. Um, he did the well, and I also had the benefit of watching him the week before. So I was kind of prepped as the game plan, at least. So he would take he would take Bolt up one side of the map carrying Hulk, and then he would take the other Green Lantern up side up up the other side of the map. Mm-hmm. So what I was able to do was I moved Undertaker out and then outwitted Bolt super senses, so made sure that I hit. Mm-hmm. And then I mind controlled Bolt, Hulk, and Duke Thomas. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and so Bolt carried Hulk 
Uh, and then Bolt happened to roll an 11 and hit Stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't that was really immaterial. But then right. I dropped then I dropped Hulk down, and then Hulk went like 15 for five on um, um, uh, the Green Lantern, <laughs> which just absolutely obliterates him off the map. Yeah. And then also, so he was on he was on Galador Promenade, so yeah. I stayed on I stayed on my half of the mountain and just continued to mind control his team to kill each other <laughs> yeah well, it's lots of fun um that is a good psa a lot of people don't know that that you can if you mind control two people they can carry each other so yeah a flyer can carry the the non-flyer yeah. and then they can they can act after that so like if when as a for instance he could mind control bull and hulk he would move bolt make the attack then he could move with hulk and make the attack after being carried correct that, yeah 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 i was the only thing i had left in that game was onslaught but he was full health man onslaught is so good yeah. <laughs> he is so i mean i only lost in the in the mirror match like and it was just dice rolls mm-hmm. like the top four game was like I TK'd a heavy at your Dr. Frank. You TK a heavy at my Dr. Frank. Oh, yeah. your Proteus hit my Proteus. My Proteus didn't roll shape change, or didn't, you know, it, it got hit. I wouldn't say it didn't roll shape change because it had Battle Fury. Yeah. But, or my Proteus missed. Okay, now you kill my Proteus. Yeah. It now, was I, now I do a thing, and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, it's like, definitely more. Um, yeah, it's 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 more dice, I would say, just because yeah. there's less there's less things that you can control, I guess. Right. <clears throat> so, the um, so John Morley did ask about Kobik's existence, making WDB nigh unplayable and competitive, and John won Minnesota State. So, congrats, John. Yeah. Um, I even if you have like a horrible matchup, it's not unplayable. Um, it it's definitely something you have to consider that you you might just lose to somebody. But right, like Adam Friedman just won a qualifier with full uni <laughs> just because there's nobody playing Kovic. So just because right. it it's a bad matchup doesn't mean it's it's you know with smaller turnouts it, you're not and you're not guaranteed to see the matchup. You know right exactly. Um, all right, so let's talk about modern a little bit more. Um, Brian Graves, um, is there, well, I guess, let me actually ask this. Is there anything else you want to talk about on Popper, Tyler? Nope, just the success, I would say. It was, yeah. it was fun. It was a fun weekend. It was great. I had a great time with everyone, so. Right. And congrats again to all of the winners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um. Brian Graves says, does Grand Entrance with the WWE characters make any equipment that can be destroyed? <laughs> now, let's be clear. All any, equipment can any. be destroyed now. Yep. Uh, unplayable and modern. Can't you just use it and call in Cyclops to shoot the equipment? Um, you so, can already do that. Yeah, so you can already do that with a TK. Grand Entrance just makes it a little bit better pacing-wise. I don't think you need a TK. I think you, if you have sidestep, you can reach with Cyclops turn one. I'm pretty sure. Uh, depends on well, it depends on the amount of perplexes and stuff that you have. No, I don't even think you need a perplex. 
You sidestep up, call him in in square five. He running shots four to square nine, shoots to square 17. That should be plenty. Well, if you're playing on one of the, the two-by-two oh, maps. maps. Yeah, yeah the, the four, I'm sorry, the four-by-four four or whatever maps. No, it, just a standard map. Well, you you you're into you call him out into three. He running shots to eight. And no, you, I'm to saying you, you need sidestep. Oh yeah, I'm so you call you. him in square five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, you can do that. But yeah, I don't. If it was a problem for your team, honestly, if it was a problem for your team already, this won't. This isn't going to change it. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I what I want to say is, um, Jean Gray. Free TKs or power T. I'm sorry, power TKs. Any object into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Or, or or a phoenix call in the blue phoenix call in. Um, they all blue phoenix might even be the best way to do it. I don't know. Gene's certainly more useful in other matchups, but blue phoenix at 25 points with 10 range and a two by two. Just nuclear obliterates them. Onslaught can do them himself for free. Yeah, Onslaught does have to get a little bit, clo- a little bit closer. Yeah, I mean he has nine range. Yeah, it's not, it's not super bad, and he can't be shot on outside of five. Right. So I, it, it was already an issue. I, you shouldn't be relying on theme or on an object unless you have at least a plus seven. That would be my bare minimum for right. relying. I still didn't feel comfortable with it either. Yeah, and I mean, that's the reason I switched back to the Venom symbiote on Uni. Yep. Is that, I mean, sure, they can just do it with a Cyclops instead of doing it with a Gene. Mm-hmm. Um, but if their team's able to do it with the Cyclops, it's able to do it with something else. Right. So, like, it only probably makes it a little bit weaker. <sighs> Not really. No, I, I, I don't think it affects it. Yeah, so I mean that that that's that's the reason Uni 5.0 went back to the Venom symbiote uh, as opposed to the Remaker. So I would say that Grand Entrance, in general, allows you another way to do it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean you don't have to Grand Entrance in the full movement. You can just Grand Entrance in two or three or whatever mm-hmm. your team needs it to. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's a little disappointing. I mean, I think all this stuff that we're talking about with retail and activating actions, I think it's just got to get fixed at some point. Wait, what? Just the being able to activate any action. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um. It's it just even if it even if it, there's no balancing issues, there's just like you want your game to feel good to play and that doesn't feel good. doesn't feel like that it should work like that. You know what I mean? Um, right. So yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Exactly. So yeah, like I'd much rather <coughs> see them. Fi- it, and it's not even an issue necessarily with the free action. It's an act. It's, it's a problem. I think whenever they change the rules in the Batman release, mm-hmm. because of how action tokens were applied, um, now don't quote me on that. that. That's just my thought. I'm obviously not a, a scholar of this. Um, almost. Almost, but <laughs> I, I, I do more practical application, not uh, not the science behind it. Got it. Um, You're an experimental physicist, not a theoretical physicist. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so, I mean, that's got to be fixed at some point. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so Andrew Fairweather writes in, why isn't Iceman a useful retaliator? Um, I mean, he I, is. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, I, th- I think his 15-point... Um, um, his 15 point line is a problem because of indifference. He's definitely better at 100. Um, as a call in, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely better as a call in as 100. Um, I. He's good. Basically, on retails, generally they're not used on non theme, they're, they're normally used to fluff theme as well as the retail so we'll have to wait for a good x-men team which i think are out there we just haven't played modern since that set came out but i think he'll see a lot of play as fluff for an x-men team whenever that happens right you could see yeah mm-hmm. that up. so i he's a he's a solid and he's a great calling uh i've seen him just he just i got destroyed he made when i was playing j major um he made like eight attacks on Colin. He killed a whale. He killed like two of my Wendigos. He like, uh, he, he got the other whale to like stop or something. It was crazy. He just kept going, dude. There was this on the, um, the qualifier well, that night. Oh yeah. With the hundred point black Adam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But he, no, he called him in at 15 and he still destroyed me. Well, he can't call, he can't attack your Wendigos. Well, he retailed on a Wendigo, um, okay. which activated um, the charge thing because it's after resolution. So he charged a whale. Then it was still after resolution. So he free incapped my other Wendigo to kill him, activated charge again because he killed something to hit a whale to kill it. Then he charged because he hadn't given a costed action yet to my other whale, I think, or something like that. It was like a bunch of crazy stuff like that. But great. you ended up still beating him? Yeah, I did, but I, I got nervous after that turn. you like, I still beat him, but he did it all was, kinds of cool stuff. It was pretty crazy, dude. Yeah. But yeah, he, I think he's a good column. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, John Eric Hefford. Dr. Finn gives you some booger yaffets love. Welcome to the meta Orville. Okay, well, I need... Is that the Pog? Yeah, the Pog lady, yeah. I mean, she is really good. She is good. I think that's just more of a statement than a question. I agree with that statement, sir. Um, oh, well, then he clarified it again in another comment. Oh. How about a meta shout-out to Dr. Finn for giving us Yafit the sidestep-giving booger? <laughs> yes, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I agree. Shout-out. Um, so I'm just working through some of these questions in the kind of a, a flow, a thought process flow. Um, so the Brandon Chastine, how many dedicated pulse wave call-ins should exist on your sideline? Um, just depends on the team. My team doesn't have any. Um, you could have Iceman though. I could, yeah. Um, yeah. It might be a good idea. I'm not sure. Yeah, it just depends. I think 
any team that can play a, play Asgard Storm should play Asgard Storm. Probably like, true. She's really good. Yeah. I mean, man, her just energy explosion is good. Her pulse wave is good. She comes out with leadership. Yeah, she's fantastic. I just absolutely love the Asgard Storm. Like, and the problem is that we haven't had a lot of events recently, True. and the meta is going to stay pretty much static until February. <laughs> Most so, yeah. but yeah, I mean, uh, Asgard Storm comes out eleven for four with Pulse Wave, and it's just crazy good. Um, and then Phoenix Storm blows up blocking. It's just crazy. Level four, uh, also energy explosion. Yeah, well, two things that don't work together. Um, well, but you but, could use the other one. Yeah, it's the thing is, is just that they can't be reduced below one. Is is crazy. Is mm-hmm. what makes it so good. <coughs> so, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Storm, it definitely, and then the problem is, is that. In general, um, you need at least one because of Q Prime. Or another way to guarantee deal with them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like a chamber works. Well, not um, you. Oh, I think it's just exclusive with Mojo because they're not gonna let you chamber their um, dude. Like, what do you mean? Like, they're not going to let you chamber a... Um, they're not going to let you call in poison on a, a Q Prime unless they're just, like, misplayed or really far behind that they have to let you do it. So I think that that, that chamber argument only applies with... Um, so what what's your so what's your way to deal with Q Prime with monsters, then? Well, I have a mojo. That's what I'm saying. You need a mojo. Because I can just... I can place him next to him. And then call out the Q Prime. So they can't stop me from doing it, basically. Well, they can, right? They should be able to. How? Just body block him completely. Maybe you can body block him completely? Um, it'd be hard. Then they'd be completely grouped up against my um, my Harley calling then. So it's bad either way. Yeah, but Harley should be able to... Yeah, I'm with you. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking in general um, Jubilee. What about it? The Fast Forces Jubilee. Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. Yeah, she's yeah. cool. Was she yeah, 35 points? She's 35 points with two range pulse wave, uh, four range normal, two range pulse wave. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, so, um, you know, that might be an inclusion on your monster team to think about. Jubilee? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, and if I play her... The other, the little lady could call her in, or the little Surter can call her in at 25 if I want to. Uh, yes, if you want to play her at a low dial. Mm-hmm. I can't ever imagine you would, but. Uh, yeah, she's, I mean, she's obviously good. Yeah, the 35.1 is, is fantastic. A whale can call her in. True, true. That's always nice to have another call in for whales. I think I only have one right now, which is sad. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, just scroll back up. Uh, Sam, Brian, uh, Nate. So uh, Nate wants to know how many of us are going to go to Chicago on the 7th. At least uh, one. Well, 
and again, you can't say that for you can't say <laughs> okay. that in you know, for sure. All right, ruling because, out a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, ruling out a blizzard. You plan on being there, uh-huh. and if Jason can get approval to go, I'm we're I'm gonna go, I guess. Yeah, woo. I mean, so. there's gonna be a lot of people there. He wants to get thirty, so. Yeah. This is. I'm gonna stump for Nate. You guys should all go to that thing if you can. It's a lot of prizing. It's gonna be a, a hoot and a half. But it is. I mean, it's just rock regional prizing, and then he's giving out what extra? I think a case. He's giving well, out like a case eight. to last place, right? To top as well. Um. He's giving out a case of Legacy to last place. Yeah, I did see the case of Legacy to last place. Which Legacy, that was a good set. That was Superman. That was game-changing. I'm going to see here. Chicago Clicks Championship. Um, No, it doesn't say. See discussion. Um, prizing, prizing, prizing. Oh gosh, I just realized all these pictures that Nate made. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Sorry, this is me being totally distracted right now. Um, he made one of you. He did. As international male. Um, oh, okay. Uh, door prizes. The championship belt, a case for the winner, a case for last place, Rock Regional stuff. So you said the champion belt was pretty cool. Yeah, he's posted a picture of the champion belt. Oh, he did? Dang it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be good prizing. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is, is you know, my only hold back is that it's... Uh, it's December in Chicago, so be prepped vehicular-wise to get in and out of the city if you need to be. Fair, fair. <clears throat> so, we've got that, and then we've probably just got some random regionals uh, in January until WKO's in February. Yeah. And that's... the launch of Captain America then. Yeah, which I'm not that excited about that. It's just more Captain America. Yeah, yeah, I'm not excited about it yet. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if there's some meta, I'll be excited. Yeah, so there's a regional in Chicago, and in January they don't have the regional up yet, so. That's going to be in Lexington? Yeah, supposedly, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see, in our last question comes oh well, we got two more questions jesse cote any underrated outdoor maps that the public should be looking at i don't know this is a dan question i don't pay attention to maps i know i should but i don't yeah i mean i think i think i covered that pretty much in the uh popper episode because uh, all of that applies to modern so all of your outdoor maps that um i talked about for against juggernaut jesse um, those are pretty much your all your good under all your good outdoor maps. Now I can't think of one that's necessarily like underrated right now, um, because in general, probably like Strange Day at the Park is just as good as 
the rest of them. You know, depending on if you're playing a rock event, like I would just say, keep in mind that if you're playing at a rock event, the rock has additional maps that are currently still legal. Oh, that was kids do not. You're supposed to say Mr. Swamp's Chomp. Mr. Chomp Swamp. Mr. Chomp Swamp, yeah. I mean, That's solid all around. Yeah, Pal Farm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I mean, all of those maps are pretty much the same, right? I mean, like, I would say they're a little bit better than a Muck Time. And there's some benefit to say that some of the, the being an outdoor map's a little bit better than say sporting arena in some minor instances, because mm-hmm. uh, sporting arena is indoor. But um, I mean, it really comes down to your team, right? Is is if your team doesn't like hindering but wants outdoor open. Then you're probably looking at like Strange Day at the Park or like a Muck Time. Yeah, either one of those is fine. Yeah. A Muck Time can be if if you want it for like a one man army. A Muck Time's not the way to go because they can do that whole trick thing with the terrain and those little alcove things. It gets annoying. Yeah, they can. Um. <laughs> And Jay Solomon, what is your favorite underrated fringe Nate White figure right now? Uh, me first. Sure. I like, and I mean she's not like super underrated, I guess, because she's been played a lot. But I like Shade. She's gotten a lot better with all the call-ins and stuff. Like, if you put like two or three of them, it's just mo- it, well, basically, if she ever can call in a Dark Phoenix and on your <laughs> enemy side of the map. She's, she she can't call in Dark Phoenix. You can't call in Dark Phoenix. Ah, oh, dang it, you're right. I forgot about that. Well, there's still a lot of stuff she can do. Iceman on their back line. That seems good. Um, uh, she can also call in um, Phoenix or Jubilee or Beast. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Aren't there other call-ins? Magneto. That's a good one too. The twenty-five mm-hmm. point one. He can do a lot if he if he's up in your face already. Yep. You got one? Um, no, because it's not a Nate White figure, because Nate White is currently Black Hat. So oh, you're no, right. There is no such thing as a Nate White figure. So, <laughs> um, Unimine, Wendigos, Tri-Sentinels. Um, <laughs> That's a Nate Mont- White figure, you're right. Whales, Q-Prime. I <laughs> uh, like that. Uh, Surtur. Um... No, I mean, it's so hard to say that something's underrated because, the again, the gatekeeper teams are still so strong, right? Uni, Monster, uh, Q-Prime, Gardner, Kobik, right? Like, that's a pretty good wall of figure to get through, right? Yeah. Like, if you're talking about sneaking into the, the, the Helm's Deep, right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> those are pretty good. Those are pretty good guys manning the archer towers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and that's not even like not even counting like tier one point two five of like Black Adam <laughs> and you know all yeah. of those good guys. So um, you know, someone mentioned like Ensign Crusher, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> he's. I mean, he's good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in modern, like, you just can't have something that just bleeds points, necessarily. 
Well, I mean, Instant Crusher is good on like he's good on Vulture, basically. Like you'll play him on Vulture too. No, no, Instant Crusher is different than Wesley Crusher. What's Instant Crusher do? He allows you to roll, re-roll shape change. Yeah, oh. super senses are imperv or leadership, I think. That seems cool. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, so he's the one that has a stop click if you play him at fifty. Um, uh, shape change allows you to re-roll shape change and super senses are imperv. Oh yeah, he's it's, the one that I was gonna play. With Red Skull. Still gonna make that team. You wanna play with Red Skull? Mm-hmm. The 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 two hundred point chase. Because when he gets leadership because when he gets leadership he can mic control anybody on the map. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that guy, I, I have not forgot about him. He's still really good. So wait a minute, your underrated figure currently yes, is that's Chase Red Skull. A hundred percent. Let's go. Probably the, okay. the blue, blue cube, probably. Yes, you have to play him with the blue cube. And then Ensign Crusher, there's your 215 points a team. Dude, man, if I... If you could play him with the orange skull, he would be... I would be playing him so much. I love that piece. Wait a minute, he's not even... It's not even themed. No, it wouldn't be themed. <laughs> he, he doesn't have good keywords. Oh, I thought it was at least like scientists or something. <laughs> no. No, he, he didn't really just have the best keywords. Oh. Well, now I'm even a little more disappointed. <laughs> well. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess a 20 defense with uh, leadership just, and flex is pretty good, though. He just does so much. It's crazy. He's got like a retail thing. You know, you can mind control anybody on the map. They can kill Wendigos. You can kill backlines. It, it just seems good to me. I'm pretty sure whales just come up and quake him, though. If they can hit. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have any rollouts, though. No. Not the... No. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, until he gets imperv, but... Yeah. But then you're yeah. hit. Then you're gonna shoot him with a cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know what? I I will I will just ditto your red skull. <laughs> right. Red skull, instant crusher, underrated team, two hundred and twenty five points. Let's go. That's right. I like it. I don't know if I do. <laughs> Let's see. I think we answered all of the questions, and so what I am excited is that over you know over these next few winter maps and regionals is that we get a real good taste of um, X Men XDPS meta. Mm -hmm. So we didn't see a lot of it at Rock Cup, and we only saw a small portion of it in Popper. Not even, yeah, barely. There's there is a really there's I. There's probably a tier one uh, X-Men team out there. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's saying it's the return of the Blackbird. It could be. It could make it fit. Man, I just... Ugh. <laughs> no? I, I want it to be, but like theme versus theme is really hard. Like, even if I was to say that like whales and uni... 
are like 1.1. Mm-hmm. And like Kobik and Astronomer are Kobik and Trader and stuff. And Astronomer mm-hmm. are like tier one. Mm-hmm. They're like sevens and eights. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, for uh, the Yeah. So, I mean, like, okay, so it's like, that's just dice on dice. So if those teams get to go first, you know, they call out something big and, like, mind control the entire team or something, right? Because mind control is still one of the biggest X-Men weaknesses. Um, Maybe? I just don't know what the X-Men teams look like right now. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, you know, me or you aren't really X-Men team builders, nor right. would I ever really... So I'm not building a Blackbird team currently other than, say, a shell. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone's, yeah, so someone's going to have to, like, prove to me that, like, Blackbird is the definitive new team with all of the new X-Men stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that thought really came out cohesively, <laughs> but... I, um, I, Cable makes me want to play X-Men. I like Cable a lot. I mean, you played, you, I mean, you played X-Men at Nationals a couple of years ago. Yeah, I did. Uh, last year. Not this last year, but 2018. Yeah. I got top 16, lost to Steve DiCarlo. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm an idiot. He's playing X-Men, too. <sighs> Is that but, where you drop the tank on yourself? I, yep. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Yep, uh-huh. I did that against Lane. <laughs> no, I thought did you do that against? No, I did that. That was against Lane. I, I swear to God, if I was Lane, I would think that I am awful at Heroclix. Every time I play Lane, I do the stupidest plays ever. Like <laughs> every single time. I don't know how he has any respect for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's gotten third place. Three times and you've won <laughs> once. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Oh man, I know we're we're uh, venturing on a little uh, trip. Yeah, we're on a little trip today. It's been a while since we've recorded, so that's true. We have a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts. Um. But yeah, I mean, so the point being is that someone's going to have to prove, probably to me, definitively that X Men is. X-Men is back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think, I don't know, like, between, like, the Flurry call-ins and, you know, Kobic mind control and Uni mind control and, you know, way, I mean, you know, whale, you were whipping up on whale with whales. Um, at the, in, in, in 2018. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I had a good... Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if the team is the same. It was, it was vulnerable to that because there was three Wolverines on the team. But I don't know if there is anymore. You know, I don't know if it's good against Cable. Uh, you know, I mean, I suppose that's a fair statement. We'll just, we'll just have to see. You know, right? Yeah. So I mean, here's what I know: that you look at the back of the card. <laughs> yeah. So you shouldn't be surprised. Right. You should not be surprised that Wolverine has a stop click. RTFC yeah. is more true now than it ever has been. Right. So, um, you know, and so let's uh, 
I don't know, let's uh, let's end our discussion today. I and mean, we've got a lot more to talk about, right? I mean, we could probably sit here and talk for another hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's finish up today with uh, your your final thoughts on being able to look at the back of your opponent's card uh, the past few weeks. Um, it's a non-issue for me. <laughs> I don't even have it. Like it, it, yeah, it's just a non-issue. I don't. It's not a big deal to me. It's it is. It, I don't think it affects the game that much. Yeah. Just... Now, I would say it doesn't affect. It doesn't affect the game for me personally. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit, or will give a little bit of leeway to the folks that are complaining, is that it does make the game a little more mechanical. I mean. Because I, yeah, because I was able to just ask whatever during states, how many more clicks does it take to KO that guy? Yeah. Yeah, but see, I don't have a problem with that. I I don't have a problem with um, HeroClix being a perfect information game, as Adam Freeman would say. It's like, that's fine. You, I, wanna, I want my opponent and myself to have the, the best info to make the correct, to try to make the correct decision. That's where the game is for me. Right. Sure. 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 Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I guess from the folks that used to, I mean, I I used to memorize dials. I did too. That was probably one of my strongest, the strongest parts of my game was dial memorization, and it was a big deal. So, but. I mean, yeah. So I mean, I, I can say for folks that you know were a big proponent of that, mm-hmm. you know, I can see how this would bother them. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? It it does. I just I just don't think it, it affects it that much. Um you know, it could it evens the playing field a little bit. I would agree with that to a slight degree. I don't think that's an issue though. Yeah, I mean it does even the playing field, but um it allows everyone to have to make the correct decisions. I don't think it slowed down the game any. No, I don't either. Uh, but it, if anything, it made my decisions quicker because, like, I was able to just quickly ask, like, right? And how, no how, many more, how, how many more clicks does that guy have? Okay, well, all right, let me. I want to perplex here, shoot here. All right, let's roll dice. <coughs> right. Yeah. So. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. Hey, I don't think it changes the game that much. I don't think. People need to flip out over it. It, you know, would it's still still hero clicks, <laughs> you know. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. It is still hero clicks. You know, you're still turning the dial. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I guess the only thing I would say is that it it it, it does. I would say it does make sense that the the card can just contain all of the information now. It could, but I the um I I just never thought about it like as a uh, a hidden the 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 thing is supposed to hide the information the the dial because like you know you you can get surprised by it once but the next game you're not um, right so you're thinking of it more as the dial is just a current it's, indi- it's a current indicator of your perfect information yeah it just show it just dynamically shows how a character changes throughout a battle 
I think that's the cool part of hero clicks, right? Because in a card game, it's you play a card, that's it. That's how card, strong the card is. That's you know, in hero clicks, the the combat dial for me, the coolest part about it was that you know it, it would change how you go about the dial. Like the Hulk, when it, the first Hulk I got, like wow, this guy gets stronger when he takes damage. That's so cool. That's what the Hulk does, you know. That's how it, I always took it. Right, and there's people that. You know, now that everybody knows that you just need to hit that Hulk harder mm-hmm. is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. Yeah. No, I like that perspective. That the, the game was always perfect information. It just doesn't, you know, the dial just holds that spot for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how I always viewed it anyway. And I know that some people didn't, but that's fine. Yeah. No, I, I like. Well, no, I like. I like that specific explanation of it. Is that to you, the dial was always in your mind and always in front of you. The dial, the or the the dial length was always in front of you. Mm-hmm. You just liked that the fact that the dial would show the current combat values. Yeah. Because yeah. you always knew how much more to hit it, anyways. Yeah, for the. I mean, I, like I said, I, that was probably my strongest. The strongest part of my game was knowing the dials. Yeah, but what I would say is, you know, and 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 for what it's worth, like if folks don't want to play for it in a casual game, then do it. Then, then don't <laughs> do it, right? Like, I think, yeah, you know, we played with this, so the the zombie game that we played, uh, we played with horror clicks. Oh, cool. Uh, there was horror click zombie dudes out there. And, like, decidedly, you know, Horror Clicks is not Hero Clicks compatible, but it, it was a fun, casual game. Yeah. So it didn't really matter. Do whatever you want with Hero Clicks. Let your imagination run wild when you're doing a, a casual game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the, the prime rule, the unique rule, whatever. You know, if you're playing a casual game. Yeah, that's fine. You know? Kitchen table games are fun, and they have a, there's a place for them. Yeah, just absolutely go nuts, and don't worry about the back of the card stuff for your casual game. Like, use it or don't. Just agree on it as your kitchen table group. Mm-hmm. Or even, you know what, even at your local store for your monthly OP stuff. Yeah. You know, if your whole store agrees, whatever. Yeah. Or even if they don't, <laughs> the judge sets the rules for that. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, there'd be a little bit more, I guess, of an Backlash, issue. Backlash, yeah. Yeah, that's if the, everybody didn't agree with it at a store, but yeah, yeah, but those things come up. But yeah, yeah, I think I think it's fine. Well, I do too. Well, in wrapping up, we've got a lot more to record, and you know, we took off a little bit for states here, but uh, we hope to be getting back to you guys full force and. Uh, any uh, what, uh, what's your final thoughts to send us out for today, Tyler? Uh, go to Nate's event on <laughs> December seventh. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, Jason gets permission from his wife, and uh, the weather's uh, great for everyone. And uh, if so, then I should be seeing y'all out there. And uh, thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off today. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to y'all next time. See you. <laughs>